Come on, Pastor. Where we blow your mind. Where we blow your mind. Oh, oh, oh. Where we blow your mind. Are you the portals or a lamb? It's the portals crew. Are you a portals or a lamb? It's the portals crew. We get the portals out. Because they don't take for us. Podcast is sponsored by nothing. Don't say it. <laughs> Kingdom Coffee. Kingdom is our Coffee is by our sponsor. Talk New York. It is definitely sponsored by Talk New York. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Crazy. Thank wow. you. That was wonderful, Master Tony. That's become like your signature trademark. It is. And yeah. I didn't even do it. You're I didn't so even know this game. Chalet. Wow. Can you please do it right now? Wow. Yes. Ready? Hello, everyone. Hello. I said it better than you. Oh, 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 I said it better than you. Now, now. Now, now. You can't. <laughs> you, away. How do you <laughs> right. say better than the original? You can't, because that's the original. Tell it's them. True. Somebody it's remind true. Pastor Tony. It, you're the original. Thank yes. You. The counterfeit Thank is you. never good. <laughs> wow. As the original. Oh we certainly God. learned that I one so tonight. It's <laughs> all right, Pastor Tony. You are now listening to I am Shania and Nice, and of course we have Pastor Nathan Cassis. Hello. Oh my gosh. Pastor Tony Cassis. Hey. And Doctor. <laughs> Just say it. Robin Cassis. Oh, hi, hi, hi. I had to leave them suspenseful just in case we had a new guest and they didn't know about it. Oh, okay. Hi, guys. Hi. Right, right. Um, of course, this is another episode of our Portals podcast. And guys, I'm, I must say, if you did not listen to the last Portals, Ooh. you're behind. I don't, I'm going to just say it. You're behind. You got to catch up with life. You got to catch up with God at this point because that Portals last week was so fruitful. Oh, my god! I think if we could <laughs> so good. sum up. So good. So you know, good. some of the portals that have changed our lives, that would be in the bunch. Ooh. Yeah, I think Pastor Pastor Tony said last night that last week that was his favorite. Yeah. yeah. Oh. We slipped right through it. <laughs> Actually, oh, wow. you, you weren't here for, only for the first and last segments. <laughs> I'm serious. Is that your favorite? No, it was great. It was No, it was so you fantastic. get a fresh ear. You got a fresh ear. Could to you just it. give me a little bit more volume wow. on my mic, please? And me too, please. Oh my Jesus. Uh, there wow. you go. We're just t- we're just this testing, you know. I just don't want to push myself. You're just no. Wow. Uh, no, last week a lot of people were writing in was like, Oh my gosh, like like something dawned on them. It definitely dawned on me. To yeah. hear the differences of promises and prophecy, like yeah, who would have ever thought there was a difference? You know, making that distinction and what it can actually do for your faith. I'm like, trying to tell you yeah. when I'm saying it went from teetering and wavering to a standard and foundation. I was just that quick because the foundation. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. No, no, no. It was just it was really and that good. revelation came via pastor. Uh, it did. Praise God. It did. It was really good. So. Of course, um, because it's a new week. Mm-hmm. Well, not always. I wasn't. I was going to say because it's a new week, it's a new topic. That's not always true because sometimes yeah. we stay on a 
particular thread, yeah. but in a different way. But this one we coming in with what, Pastor Tony? From lambs to lions, mm. aka the lion lamb dynamic. Oh my gosh! Aka, also known as <laughs> what we've lion okay. lamb what the, dynamic. Yeah, what the production team titled the message tonight to make it a little bit more catchy. Right, the lion lamb dynamic. The lion lamb, and we'll be doing another portal that is only exclusive for the podcast later on this week on the void. Ooh. Pastor Robin started to share Ooh. some things at the end of service to do with the void and how the enemy likes to fill that up when we mm. don't take our authority. Mm. So and I'm really, really looking forward to unpacking that one. And sure. uh, uh, including, including discerning of spirits, that's very important to the void. Yeah, so um, just summing up, sorry, Shanae. Pastor Wendell Wyatt was sharing about um, our, our identity being targeted by um, the enemy mm-hmm. in three distinct categories. The first mm-hmm. category was personally like in the mind mm-hmm. and then um, the, the next category was um, in the city and then in the nation, so to speak. And he, uh, he followed the uh, footsteps of Paul in Acts chapter 19 where Paul begins by, you know, starting the Ephesus church with 12 disciples of John who get baptised in the spirit and they, you know, they prophesy, they, they speak in tongues. And from that group we go to the seven sons of Sceva who are, you know, trying to in, invoke the name of Jesus in an exorcism and it backfires. Mm-hmm. And then the last part of that story is the whole city of Ephesus for two hours chants, great is Diana of the Ephesians. And, you know, he was explaining how Paul's work started with one individual. He, he discerned spirits and he freed this young woman from a familiar spirit. Well, that made a lot of the craftsmen who make idols go out of business. Mm -hmm. And so the whole city turns against Paul and it seems that, you know, it's a really dire situation. But God steps in by using one of the council members of the city and he says to everybody that's rioting, there's that word again, Mm. um, this is an unlawful assembly. You better go home before we get in trouble and then the whole thing just fizzles out. But the point that was being made was that uh, Paul um, started individually changing lives and then it progressed from there to the whole region of Asia. For two years, the whole region of Asia gets the gospel and begins this huge transformation. And it culminates in that riot at Ephesus where finally Diana, the goddess of the Ephesians, really gets hit you know, in a big way. So, and so on the back of that, Pastor had us um, talking about um, becoming lo- uh, lambs towards people, but lions towards principalities and powers. That was Gemini South. And um, uh, it's, it was on the back of the uh, church in Sydney's uh, word that we shared with them uh, on Sunday night, or sorry, Saturday night. Um, Exodus 7, and so we built upon that. And again, the theme of this evening's teaching was 
um, we're coming up against some really powerful strongholds over the cities in America, indeed the world, and we can't be lambs when it comes to the powers of darkness. We need to stand as lions in boldness, in authority, and um, when it comes to dealing with people, we are as, you know, gentle as doves, wise as serpents, and lambs. We're, we're harmless little lambs when it comes to people mm-hmm. in a physical sense, but we're ferocious lions when it comes to dealing with the principalities and powers. Mm. I was really interested in what you said when you said about uh, you went through those different verses in the scripture and the thing that really stood out to me was the the Lord intervened. It was the Lord. So when the Lord intervenes, man's enemies end. Mm. I think what was um, powerful about what Pastor Tony was sharing tonight too was the fact that uh, when Moses was first commissioned to talk to Pharaoh, um, you know, you read the text and, you know, uh, you think, okay, yeah, Moses did what he was meant to do. But in actual fact, he was told to be a lion from the get-go. But because of his own insecurities, um, you know, he didn't plead with Pharaoh, but he tried to convince he used the word please yeah please please yeah you know please let us go and you know we can go worship our god you know and make sacrifice to him um but that wasn't what the terms that the holy spirit right had said um that was moses's watering down of the terms and i think sometimes when you don't step into that lion against the enemy uh you begin to dilute the word of God and the Very authority behind so. the word of God. Wow. And before you know it, because uh, we talked tonight in praise and worship about there, there being a difference between power and authority. Mm-hmm. The enemy has Man. power, but he does not have authority. Mm. And so when you begin to digress from being that lion role that you've called to be, see, we find it very easy to be lions with people. Oh, come on, get into you know? this. And um, that so-called, you know, timidity, we all do it goes away when we want to defend ourselves with people. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know why we don't? Do you know why? You know what about authority? Authority has been given by Jesus yeah. to the body of Christ. It hasn't been given to the devil. That's right. He has his power in his own realm, but he doesn't have the authority. Yeah. I want to go on a quick break because yep. we're about to unleash some things sure in this portal. Give the listeners ready to grab, grab those few gems that just came through. And we'll be right back. Hallelujah. Hello again, everybody. Pastor Nate here. And with a special important update regarding Dipping Night and how we're uh, going to be conducting Dipping Night in this crazy time. So we are not stopping Dipping Night. Pastor Robin has given us the go-ahead, and so Dipping Night will now be moving completely online. So we are going to be opening registrations this week. We're going to be having our prophetic groups, our prophetic art, and our prophetic leadership groups all operating via our Zoom online virtual web conferencing 
So we are excited. This is going to be a new venture for us. So if you want to have more information, please go to dippingnight.talknyc.org or you can uh, visit our Facebook page and see social posts that will be posted shortly about it. And uh, we are requiring everyone to RSVP ahead of time so that we can just manage, you know, the um, people coming in. But yeah, we encourage you to join us because God is speaking in this time. There's not a shortage of the word of the Lord. He's speaking and we want to hear what he's saying. So go to dippingnight.talknyc.org and find out how to register now. Thank you. Right, all right, all right. Yeah, we're live on audio and on video. Did yes. people just see me doing my? They did. My yep. bopping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's part of. It's part of the plan. It's part of the plan. It's okay. But I definitely don't want to disrupt this flow that has been going on with this topic um, of being a lamb to people and a lion to the devil. Yeah. Can I bring what I was? Go gonna, for it. Keep going. So I'm reading, <laughs> you know, um, Exodus. Uh, Eight, um, and I get down to verse um, 28. Actually, no, 25. Um, and then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, go sacrifice to God in the land. Yeah. Right? And Moses said, it is not right to do so, for we would be sacrificing the abomination of the Egyptians to the Lord our God. If we sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians before their eyes... Then will they not stone us? We will go three days' journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God as he will command us. So Pharaoh said, I will let you go that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness, only you shall not go very far away. Oh, wow. Intercede for me. I really want to bring this out. When Satan... Ooh, tell us. Do we get the deception? There had to be an eviction from the land for deliverance to take place. Mm-hmm. And the enemy was offering another way. A form of deliverance. Oh my gosh. That kept them where they were in bondage. Please if you want to get free, you've got to leave that land, land completely. You cannot stay in the same place Ooh. and be free. There had to be a total evacuation, a change of scenery, a change of geography for the Israelites to know that they were being delivered. If they had been, um, if they had done according to what Pharaoh had said, they would have become even worse against God because the deliverance would have only been temporary. It would have only lasted a couple of days and then they would have thought, but we're still here. Oh, my So sometimes gosh. God is really, really asking of us to get out. You can't get free till you get out. And I really hope that that stirs people to understand some of us have been trying to get free in the same place. Ooh, ooh, and Pharaoh, we go. You got past Robin and, Wooven. And Pharaoh, which is the enemy, will offer the oh counterfeit, which is stay here. Sacrifice to the Lord by all means, oh, but yeah. stay here. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, or or just apologize. You'll oh, be, you'll be forgiven. There or, it is. Or, or just say you forgive him. That's the that's yep. all you need to do to 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 be free completely. Come on, that's what it sounds like. Uh, it's significant. The three day journey is the distance required to exactly. get out of Egyptian principality mm. or the land that Egypt controls. Come so on. So what Nate's saying here is that. 
if they if they only did a one day journey or even a two day journey, they were still still being under the governance of Egypt. It's like here one in the day. United States. As soon as you cross the border of the state line, yep. you are no longer under the influence of the state you're leaving. Mm -hmm. And so God made sure that He said three day journey which means they would be completely out of the jurisdiction of Egyptian governance. But can I say here, something historically we have to understand is Pharaoh did not believe in sacrificing animals because the Egyptian religion was one of like, you know, the same kind of Hinduism. So he thought, if I compromise and give you a cow to sacrifice, funny, they sacrificed people, but they didn't sacrifice animals because oh they came gosh. back as animals. Oh so you got to understand this about the Egyptian, gosh. like, you know, mythology. They worshipped the cow. They worshipped the bull. They worshipped the frog. So they weren't about sacrificing cattle. So kill the baby. So Pharaoh's, <laughs> like, Pharaoh's like, and this is what the enemy does. If I give you one, if I do something for you, then you do something for me. So we have the same spirit working today. So it's a compromise. I'll compromise on what God really wants. I'll give you my version of it. And then you come down from the standard of the Lord and meet me where I'm at. So I don't believe in sacrificing cattle, but I'm going to throw that one aside for you. Mm. And then my terms are don't leave the land. Don't and, go too far. And so the enemy's plan through all this was to eventually seduce That's the it. heart back over again. Oh, my gosh. To try and show the children of Israel, you're really not free. And you really, really, really want to do what we're doing. That's, That's what why. I was about to this say. You it. really don't want to be free. This no. is it. No. This it's is it. Free. And so when the enemy offers you an alternative plan... This is where discernment of spirits yep. is so required. Does that plan get you out mm. of where you're in bondage? Or does it keep you in bondage with just a different set of environment? Oh, my God! We have to really start yeah. to discern this. This is why Jesus said when you put your hand to the plow, you don't look back. So sometimes, most of the time, the Lord requires you to break away from the people of your past. Mm. until he establishes his lordship over your life. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of Christians stumble and fall because when they become believers, they're still mingling with people that they used to hang with. Mm -hmm. And because those people still have influence over their lives, they end up compromising because their faith isn't strong enough. Mm -hmm. And again, um, I can only speak from my own experience, but when I was born again, the first, uh, the first few months... I tried to stay with the crowd I grew up with mm -hmm. and they were such a bad influence on me. Right. Pastor came up to me and she said, you have to walk away from everyone. Mm. It's one of those scenarios and thank yep. God I did because um, friends who got saved alongside of me fell back into the world mm -hmm. because they weren't willing to break away from the influence of family and friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, now God has given me back many friends and my family members. So it's uh, it's imperative that you get that three-day journey spiritually get out, out of Egypt. Mm. You know? Wow. Um, Jesus meant it when he said there are times where you have to forsake father, mother, sister, brother, husband, wife, your life yeah, to enter the kingdom. And I think it goes even like for people that have done that. What's the level for them? Mm -hmm. You know, the level for them is changing verbiage is not the same as the change of heart. 
This is what we want. Okay, so if you want a change of heart, then you've got to get out. You've got to, you've got to leave every part of Egypt behind. It's not enough to just say the words. You've got to have a change of heart. Pastor says all the time, change isn't change if there's not change. Right. And I think Amen. a lot of us are trying to still change, you know, living in the Goshen. Okay, yeah. Goshen was the protective place, but you can't change in Goshen. You've got to go out of Goshen. Yeah. Even Goshen was still under the territory and authority of Egypt. Mm. You've got to leave the Goshen. You've got to leave the cocoon. This Come on. Weird. I'm going to bring out something just to break a, a, an idea, a lie yeah. that needs to be exposed right now. And that is people stay in dead churches <gasps> because they believe they can change things. Oh, the only thing that changes is them. They become dead. dead. Yeah, they become, oh. they compromise. Hit the buffs My there, God. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Shanae, you, you panicked a little there. You know, I... And I think this is a key for so many. Because <laughs> some of us are asking the Lord, why aren't I changing? Ciao. I want to. I say I want to. Mm. But have you really, really gotten out of Egypt in your heart? Mm. Or have you only spent a day? See, change Ooh. has to come through the wilderness. And the wilderness is where he strips you Son. of your strength. This is, this is good stuff. Moses <laughs> went through the wilderness for 40 years to get stripped of strength. Oh, 40 my. days, sorry. To get stripped of strength. So the wilderness is totally to get you to rely on the strength of Christ in you, the hope of glory. And that's what leads you to change. Yeah. But see, Egypt was all about your own strength. Mm -hmm. You built those bricks. You pushed on that mud. Ooh. See, and that's the mentality that the enemy wants us to keep holding on to. So I'm going to say it again. If you want to change, you've got to get out. So There's got to be a total change of geography. So if we're looking at it that way, you built the bricks, you know, all that. What are you two? What are you trying to do? You know, rescue something, take something, yep. something that you can um, say is yours? No. The only thing that can happen is that if you do it God's way, you will have a memorial stone to look back on and see where God's brought you from. So the key here... <laughs> Sorry. Uh -huh. So I really feel the spirit <laughs> right, to say, so the key here is when God asks you or tells you, We're on fire. you know, uh -huh. to follow his letter of instruction, follow it to the T. Right. Don't Amen. give him your version back. Mm. And don't let Pharaoh dilute and, you know, usurped the word of God and give you his version back. Because mm -hmm. it might look like it frees you, but it's not the same. Come on. Because Pharaoh was saying, don't go too far. you got to stay close so I can keep an eye on you. You know, he was teasing that, that idea of freedom. Mm -hmm. But they would have just come running back to him. So the Lord knew that the children of Israel needed to get a new vision. They needed to get a whole new picture. Mm. And they needed to have their eyes, we sang it tonight, looking up. Mm -hmm. And that's what the wilderness did. So again, I'm saying to the listeners and I'm saying to the viewers, if you're not seeing change... You've got to ask, have you diluted from the total instruction, the mm -hmm. first word that God gave you? Yeah. Have you maybe exchanged it for your interpretation Ooh. or for Pharaoh's interpretation, thinking mm. that it's going to free you? But you've got to go back and examine discernment of spirits. Is what the enemy is giving you or what you're giving yourself 
Is it asking you to leave Egypt completely? So the thing My is God. here, let's go and skip a little further ahead. Let's go When skipping. things started to get hard, you know, and uh, even when the Lord provided for them in the wilderness, they complained. Mm. And you see, anytime something wasn't going right, they wanted to go back. back. And then... Because this was in their heart. This was in their heart and it had to be exposed. And that's what the gift of discernment does. It pierces through. It pierces through and you get the right attitude or the, you see the wrong attitude and you see the wrong motive. You see, it pierces through. Right. So... What does it do? It then shows you, is this the devil? Is this God? Or the last one should be, is this me? Come on. I remember you taught on this. Um, I, f I feel like every time we get a piece of, you know, like uh, we get a new teaching or something or something Wait the Lord's doing, <laughs> right? It's like we grab a hold to it really tight. Like I remember when we started talking about manifesting, that was the, the, the key thing. I'm manifesting, I'm manifesting, I'm manifesting, I'm manifesting. The buzzword. Yeah. yeah, it was the buzzword. So it's the same thing about, ain't you know. my buzzword. <laughs> it's not, it's not. You did not condone that in any right. circumstances. Um, but even when you're saying this, the breakdown, because you've mentioned this part too in your some of your teachings as well, is that we tend to always blame the devil. Oh, yeah. We blame each other. Yeah. But we never want to look at that me part. No, no, we do want to blame ourselves. We can't, we can't take responsibility for that because we get, we're a vessel, you see. So it only is either God's doing or it's the devil's doing. Oh, I'm just a vessel. Because we only Because we're just lambs. I've got to just say lambs. this. I've got to say this. We don't, uh, we don't blame ourselves because we see it as a two-sided coin. Oh, my gosh. Tell us what you mean, please. Well, elaborate. it's never a two-sided coin. Mm. It's never the devil or... God. Mm. It's, it's either the devil or it's God. But if it's the devil, he can use you through your flesh. So it's either you because you want to do it, the Ooh. devil because you're deceived into doing it, mm. or it's God who's bringing you through it. Wow. Two-sided coin and you decide which way you flip it. Oh. So if it's heads, God. it's because you flipped it. Yeah. I believe, I, I believe um, the Holy Spirit is really emphasizing this distancing to our listeners yeah. um, because uh, you've got to break away from the jurisdiction of your past life. Oh, oh yeah. that hit me in the, in the, in the soul, we, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's why we often say to people, burn your bridges. Like, yeah, come on. you know, the Israelites had to walk through the sea. There was no coming back. And then even coming out of the wilderness, they had to walk through the Jordan River. There was no coming back. And too many believers have a plan B option. And that's why... And that's why their testimony is so weak. Oh, they haven't, up, they haven't really left Egypt. You know, you stepped into my Egypt, we sing it. Yeah. And you pulled me out. And a lot of saints have their feet in, in the two worlds. They've got... Um, connections to their previous life mm. and they've got connections to the kingdom and, and it always ends up in compromise. 
I think I want to add to that and say, as Christians, we sometimes think, well, why did they have to go and face a sea and have it open and then have it closed? Because God was showing what was still in their heart Mm. and he had to close off the way back. Mm. Maybe if they had cried out, change me, instead of change my circumstance, the time in the wilderness would have been a little bit shorter. A little bit. Oh, yes. But see, when when we aren't on board with what God is doing, we'll always say change around me. But we'll never say change me. And, you know, Pastor Tony said last night, they tried to negotiate with Pharaoh. He said tonight... The only language that the enemy understands, we're talking about lion or lamb, is Uh authority. Oh. You can never, ever negotiate with the enemy. You think that he has one ounce? Please talk on that. That hit me so hard tonight when you said that again. Yeah, like we often mistake the satanic personality as some, has some kind of human element in it. It does not. (laughs) He's not empathetic. He's not compassionate. He's not forgiving. He's not patient. You know, he he's this kind of enemy that um, he takes, he gives no quarter at all, not even an inch. Um, the law of the jungle when it comes to spiritual warfare is unless I kill him, he's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. That's what right? yes. And we should have that attitude when it comes to dealing with, you know, the kingdom of darkness. We're not to, you know, use them as pets or entertain them. entertain them and I'm, I'm obviously feeling very convicted because so not every not every thought <laughs> is captive and not every emotion is captive to Christ yet mm-hmm. but um, the more we understand that there is no quarter given in spiritual um, confrontation it's either we kill them or they kill us so really Ooh. so really 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 we have to get the reality that the devil is God's enemy. So therefore, he must be our enemy. Thanks. This is it. There's not like we a, say it, the devil leaves me alone and yeah. it's okay. Get the revelation that he is the devil and he is God's enemy. Therefore, you belong to God, so he's got to be your enemy. Right. Yeah, he can't become... As the world would say in battle terms, he can't become an enemy in one breath and an ally in the next. Right. No such thing. Because, you know, you build treaties with allies because, again, you compromise. That's right. You, you know, die down your terms and then they die down their terms and you come to a compromise. And that's how allies, it's not an agreement. It's not we're on the same spirit. It's we're going to compromise and we'll become allies. I'll help you in this area. You'll help me in this area. And so when Pastor Tony said that tonight, you can't negotiate with somebody that is against you. Right. And yet so many times, and I'm saying this and the conviction is falling on me, we think that we can negotiate with the devil. We think that we can, you know, meet him on that level and uh, he only understands authority. And, and, and it's he- funny because <laughs> Moses, because he didn't deliver the instruction, see, God was saying... he because. God was breaking the back of Pharaoh. But what's more important is every plague that came after was a direct showing Pharaoh 
that I am God. Yeah. And so Moses oh, did yes. not relay that authority in the first place. So the Lord says, now I'll show Pharaoh. You worship the frog, I'm going to send frogs. You worship the locust. I can go through historically and show you all those 10 plagues line up with Egyptian gods. They right. worshipped the Nile for repro um, pre reproductive rights, yeah. right? They would do ceremonial rites in the Nile. Mm -hmm. And yet the Lord said, right, all the blood that you spilt from the Hebrew boys, I'm going to bring it up to the surface. And that's why it turned to blood, the and, water. And but it's but funny because he was showing his authority. And listen, mm. so therefore that goes with what they're going to worship in hell. It's the very thing they worship is going to torment them forever. Oh, that sent chills down my back. I mean, they couldn't even Ooh. handle it on the earth. And yet this is the thing. What you worship is what's going to torment you forever. So oh if my you gosh. drink... It, alcohol and become an alcoholic, get free, my brother, my sister, get free. Because when you go, if you don't make it to heaven, it will drown you. Mm. Yep. Wow. We need to see this. It's true. We need to see this. There is a way out of this. Yep. There is a way out of all this. And it's the name of Jesus. That's it. It's only, do you know what? We have the name of Jesus, which is the answer to all things. It's his authority that has been given to the church. He is the one that defeats the enemy and we walk into that battle taking the victory. Wow, guys. You guys are on fire. We're going to take a short break because I definitely don't want to interrupt this flow. So we'll be right back. Torque New York presents the official launch of Torque TV. A brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime, anywhere. Get 24-7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device, commercial free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting TorqueTV.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV. Equip. Inspire. Mature. say I'm learning is, you know, we sing all authority in the name of Jesus. And uh, this is when we were watching some, you know, education to do with the seminar that we have coming up to do with SRA. And one of the speakers said, you know, Satan has power, but he doesn't have authority. And so I was like, well, 
What's the difference? And I think the name of Jesus is the difference. <laughs> Literally. Like, practically, uh, Sonia, who's here in the audience, is a talented, talented ballet instructor, right? But until she has the certificate that seals that she is an ABT certified master instructor, she really has no authority. She has talent, but she has no authority. Mm -hmm. And so we have the name of Jesus, which is the sign sealed delivered on the certificate that says not only do we have power, but now we have the right to exercise that power over the enemy. And so that's the difference. So the enemy doesn't have the right to exercise unless we give it to him. It's like an elected official. They don't have the right to use that power until you put them in office. Yeah. So we've got to ask ourselves, who are we putting in office? Mm, very true. Because very, very sometimes true. as the church, we choose to put the enemy in office either by um, our reaction or our uh, inaction. Yeah. So I want to so come out and I want to bring about the authority. Yeah. Where did the authority came, come from? Well, it came from the work that Jesus did on the cross. So it was first Gethsemane. Don't you ever think that it wasn't one at Gethsemane because it was. Come on. Not my will but thine be done. That's where it was one. There it was one. There was the will of man won over by the Son of God, mm. if we believe it. Oh, come on. And then we go uh -huh. to the cross. And there he took on, he was never sin, but he took on and bore the reproach of our sin for us. And then came the day after that time when he went to hell and said, give me the authority that you think you have and kicked open the gates of hell. And that's the authority he's given us. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Mm. There is our authority. Can I just read? Because some of you may... Uh, I just want you to linger on that. Okay. No, no, don't Sorry. go to another point. This I was just going to read from what you said in the uh, previous portal about Gethsemane. I want you to linger on that. Yeah. What is the authority? Mm. That the gates of hell will not prevail against mm. the church. The devil has no authority except what we give him. So hit that again <laughs> and take it in, church. It's time. Breathing Amen. Out. Breathing out. Well, yes, I've been convicted. Definitely convicted in this because I'm flowing I tonight. I'm tired of people sick giving of it. the authority away. I'm sick of giving my authority I away. I am too. Yeah. And I'm it's all by trickery. It's all by trickery. I'm not sick. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm angry. I'm an angry, angry son, son yeah, of angry God. Son of a. Son, son of God. Of, son of, not son of a God. Son of I'm God. St an angry son of God. <laughs> son of a God. <laughs> son of a God. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know what? Uh, two, 2 Corinthians 10, 
you know, um, bringing every thought captive and then... Favourite scripture. Um, as you go down through the verse, Paul says, and ready to punish every act of disobedience once our obedience has been fulfilled. Amen. So what's he saying? We can only punish disobedience when? to the level of our own obedience. Oh, my Jesus. Can I sip on this drink? Isn't that something? Am I preaching a defeatist gospel? No, I'm not. You're it's preaching a responsible about, gospel. It's all about jurisdiction, all right? Um, there's a court in heaven, and the blood of Jesus can cover a lot of things, right? But disobedience that is not confessed <gasps> cannot be uh, overlooked in the court of law, mm. okay? So that's why a lot of our prayers aren't getting answered because Satan is there going, shush, shush, shush. this guy didn't do what you told him and he can't budge me. I have legal access. Oh, does he talk like that? Probably. No. Yeah. yeah. I, I, hope, I hope he doesn't, but... He probably does. Disobedience that's not confessed. See, God don't care about the stuff you tell him about because he can cover that. Yeah. It's the stuff you don't tell him yeah, about. It's the stuff you keep That's hitting. what puts Satan in the Congress seat. Oh, to influence oh all the laws my. that influence your life. Yeah. And he says uh -uh. He, want, he wants to be in the Congress seat because <laughs> part of his rebellious plan is I want to ascend there it is. On, the, on the sides of the north. There it is. He says that. I'm going to raise my stars above the stars of God. I'm going to sit amongst the assembly... <laughs> on the sides of the north. The assembly on the sides of the north are, are the elders in heaven, uh -uh. the congregation in heaven, the congress, so to speak, of heaven. There it is. Where everybody gets to bring forward their case. And Satan filibusters <laughs> every attempt of Christians that haven't confessed Disobedience. And you know, it comes down to this. You've given a position in heaven, but to us, we need also to know this, that the government is on his shoulders. No one has that position. He carries it on his shoulders. That's it. That's it. So nothing is more powerful than the Lord. It's on his shoulders. Wow. It's on his shoulders. Every government is on his shoulders, right. whether they admit it or not. He Ooh. says what goes. They don't. Wow. We got to go back in because we got to pour it on this and I put mean, it on the little Spotify thing because this is this is too good. <laughs> I've never really, it, I've never really used um, the American system of, of you know government as a as an, an analogy as a method. Uh, what, what do they call it? It's a, a metaphor yeah. of what happens in heaven. But you know the Father is literally the executive power. Yes, yep. he is. Jesus is the advocate. And yes. you have like a type of eldership or congress there. And only Jesus has veto power. That's it. Isn't that incredible? Yes, it's he the can name veto of Jesus. the power here on earth. Only too. Jesus has power of executive orders. That's the name no. of Jesus. Because he laid his life down 
Hallelujah. But I don't know. Oh, my oh, God. But John 1 in the word was God, but that word that was one. Jesus. <laughs> so oh, everything is held together. You know what? Everything. When they mean everything, they mean everything. Yeah, that's my favorite saying. <laughs> everything. How, how do you not hear this? The audacity of him to say he want to sit next to our people. <laughs> and tell us what to, how you not want to fight. I just want to fight right now. God. I, you know, I, I literally am getting all like delusion. So stirred. And the occasion is he can't get into heaven. See, when the blood Look of Jesus, Come on. when the blood of Jesus was spilled for us, there was forever a dividing line. So to get into heaven, he has to use our authority to get us into the heavenly places. And he can only go there because he's cast down. And he's he, in the atmosphere. He's not in the heavenlies. Yeah, but he can only go where he gets permission. Oh, Jesus! So good. We gotta go back in. Wow. But can you understand? <laughs> yeah, I know we're gonna go to break. Ready. We are already in it. We are already in it. We ain't democracy, going <laughs> democracy is not from God, but it shows us something. Yeah. Satan needs the people uh, of the you, nation's uh, position. You know what? Satan needs the people of the nation's permission <laughs> to run the country. I need a gospel oh, organ. Oh, wow. Hello. Did you hear that? That's wow. why Christians, if you're voting wrong for oh, the wrong person. Geez. You're giving that person the permission that God doesn't want him or her to have. Christians, you better listen. You better make sure your vote is the one God wants you to make. Because by voting, you're giving the representative permission to run the country. Which means that you're giving them authority in heaven to access the courts of heaven, whether it's darkness or light, your vote means something. Jesus is the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's why the enemy is constantly campaigning, promising things that he's never going to come through on because he can't swear by himself. And I, I, I want to do something. I want those that are listening to hit those buttons and bring up a, a real thing here with love and with your finger and all like, sorts of things because you agree. are getting it. Agree. Come on. He is oh, like a politician. When he campaigns, he promises the much, things. Promises much, delivers very little. Does none of it. Just to get, into, just to get the seat. The and power. then once he's in the seat, he usurps the power. See, he can wants see, the power. Can you see the satanic uh, characteristics? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you whatever you want to hear as long as I get the power. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wait a minute, because now the people is talking. The people said, even when you don't vote, you're voting. Oh, Whoa. That's right. You Whoa. are. You definitely it's are. It's a silent vote, the Rabbi. silent agreement. Rabbi. The absent the absent vote. Not the absentee. No, he said it was good. <laughs> That's good. Then. Well, sometimes our silence Jesus. is louder oh, than so our true. words. Come so on, true. people. Come on, show sometimes that you're getting our this. Sometimes silence so true. speaks louder than when we speak up. Because you're a lamb and you're meant to be a lion. Mm. Rawr. Yeah, that's break. what we do. We go, Rawr. Rawr. Like a pussy Please, cow. please go 
well away. See, why we, what's the term you use, Pastor Robin? Pussy footing. Yes, why are you pussy footing with the devil? around. Meow, meow, meow. That's pussy footing. Meow. Meow. I would, I would, no, I would like it if you no. wouldn't do that again, please, Satan. Please don't send rejection oh my. my way again, because yeah. I really don't like it. I just or, let's just stop. If, if if you if you don't touch me, I won't, I won't touch, touch you. You, you know and, what? Uh, oh my! That is the most one of the most uh, used phrases by Christians. Devil, if you don't touch me, uh, I won't touch you. As a matter of fact. I, I'll agree that you don't exist. Oh, there it is. That I don't even have to r- come against you and cast you out. Instead, I'll just sing above you. But this is the thing. Hit it. <laughs> I am so tired Tell of us. hearing this nonsense from the church of Jesus Christ. There is a devil and we need to cast him out. We can't ignore him. We can't counsel him. We've got to destroy him. Let me tell you. Can I come in? Let me tell you. Let me come on. Do you need some oxygen? Listen, I'm trying to to gather it. Because this goes back to what you were saying, too, earlier about dealing with the lies in ourselves. Yeah. God help us. Jesus. Yeah, that is ex- expose the lies within ourselves. Mm. That's right. That's where it starts. That's not where it ends, part um, Shania. It's right. not where it ends. Right. It must be that we expose the lies mm. that the devil's telling us. Get rid of them so we can be a help to expose it in other people's lives. But you see what I'm saying? Because what I I've experienced him trip me up in. Those things that I don't surrender into the Lord. Oh, now I don't have the authority mm. to fight him mm-hmm. because something in me is feeling guilty mm-hmm. because, oh, wait, how can I even operate in this authority mm-hmm. if I still am with this or I'm still didn't tell him about this? And he uses just this revolving yep. door of here we go again. You didn't you don't have the authority because <laughs> you just gave me authority because you don't do this. It's the weirdest thing. It's funny because the enemy whispers the lie to us that we have the authority to change ourselves. Right. We have the authority to change the circumstance. He gets us to step out prematurely, but when it comes to him, he says, No, you've got no authority because right. you've you, you screwed up. Come on. You stumbled last week, so God's not gonna listen to you now because you're right. not worthy of it. Come on. So you need to lie. perform your way back into his presence right. so you can get the authority. That's right. Let's expose the lie. I wanna <laughs> say something about ah. this. To ex- to expose the authority and uh, that the lie, I mm-hmm. mean, to expose the lie. <laughs> okay, you say the enemy he will tell us all sorts of things. Yeah. But he won't tell us the, about him. Ah. But he tells us everything else about. True politician. Right? Now, here it is. Hold the it. enemy, mm-hmm. he will have you believe he doesn't exist. So you will rationalise everything. Ah. So the way the enemy works today is rationalization. He wants us to rationalize. He wants us to use logic. That's what the Satanists use, logic. It's the God of logic and being rational. And then guess what, Shania? You don't need God because you're a God yourself. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I can see And the it. other one, Shania. Somebody's banging their head on a wall here on <laughs> Facebook. It's so funny. The <laughs> other one, Shania, that I hear so many Christians saying, and Hello. I pray, I pray what that the Lord get saying? this Egypt out of us is... Stop saying and praying. Oh, careful there. <laughs> I don't want to give... I don't want to give the enemy any glory. Oh, my God. I don't want to give him any place because he's no a defeated foe. So if I acknowledge him... Uh-uh. I give him place. No, you don't. You expose him, not give him place. Can we debunk this, please? Please. Oh, I'm going to because because the enemy has got way too much authority from the church. And therefore, we're dealing with things now that should, we should not be dealing with. You shouldn't be dealing with Satanists wanting to get in and teach Satanism in the schools. That's a petition that's going forward in Australia right now. It's true. And also, uh, if I may, Pastor, we, we were talking um, in, the, uh, in the teaching tonight at church about this bloodlust thing. Yeah. Right? Now... Again, I don't like bringing the past up, but when when um, the United States was engaging in the War of the Pacific in the Second World War, the Japanese occupation in Iwo Jima was so tenacious, right? American troops have never really come against an enemy so ferocious and so entrenched in not giving a quarter. And so that... They realised then, the generals realised then yeah. that their men had to have a switch of attitude. They, they had to have this no quarter given, no quarter at all tolerated from either side. Mm -hmm. Because, again, um, there's, there's video footage of some of the atrocities that happened at Iwo Jima and it changed the war. America finally realised only absolute power is going to change the situation. Good night. See what I'm saying? And this is why, unfortunately, they had to re resort to atomic energy, atomic power, to end the war. If we, if we didn't use those bombs, we would not have won the war. Mm. We would not have won the war. No. Because they were so entrenched in not giving up at all, to the death. The, um, the kamikazes... They had an attitude as warriors. They they didn't value their life at all, if it meant that the you know the the nation of Japan was to be superior. Unfortunately, we need we we need to have that kind of attitude towards the kingdom of God. Yeah. You know, they loved not their lives unto the death, mm. and I, I say that with conviction. When we're too attached to this world then we're going to love our life more than we love the life that Christ has given to us. Mm -hmm. And Paul says a soldier doesn't get engaged in civilian affairs. Well, mm. how many Christians are involved in this life, in civilian Ooh. affairs? But don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that we're going to separate from the world, but we shouldn't have our heart sewn into the world, this world. Our citizenship is in the coming world. Come on. And we should be focused on that. And again, this is a point of conviction because to stay focused on the world to come means that you have to detach, cross the Red Sea, Get cross out. the Jordan and no coming back, you know? Mm. Accumulating wealth for God to burn it in the end. Uh. That's what's going to happen. The elements are going to melt with fervent heat. 
and there's going to be a new earth and a new heaven. So whatever you accumulate on this earth is going to burn up. Mm. So why don't we have the same attitude as some of these, you know, these warriors in the Second World War? Thank God American soldiers stepped up mm. and they started valuing the future of their families more than their own lives. Mm. This is why, you know, the films like, uh, what is it, Hacksaw Ridge? Yeah, that was such a good movie. You know, that, that, that man had no regard for his life and in the process he saved hundreds of lives. That's right. And so we ask God for mercy because um, the church, as Pastor has said many times, needs to get in out of bride mentality yes. and into army mentality. Yes, you're an army bride. Okay. <laughs> We will be the army before we be the bride. Come on. We're going to be army brides. Yeah, you know, like Whoa. one of those bridezillas. <laughs> yes, Chile, yes. That's a, yes. <laughs> that's wow, a show from it. hell. We need, to, <laughs> you, we need to get out before, otherwise we'll give up. Yeah. It's, yeah. We need to get out, otherwise we'll give up. To sum yeah. it up. And yeah. I want to speak to those Christians that say, I don't want to give the enemy place. Well, you didn't mind giving him place when you entertained all the accusation that you... You know, all right. the rejection, all the fear, all Even the, you know, all the pride. You gave him place. Please don't say, oh, I'm not going to give the enemy any place by acknowledging him. You've just just given him time. place every, every time. You just gave him place saying that. You just that. gave him place saying <laughs> every that. Every time. So let's, wow. let's, let's not pretend, right. okay? Who do you think you're giving place when you think those things? Yeah. You know, like, let's get real. Let's come down to so the crunch of it. Different. So what? again, There's I say, so get many. out before you give up. Ooh. Again, Ooh. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been hearing a lot about the Second World War and when Hitler was making his, his strategic moves History in Europe, right? right? I love it. Uh, Prime Minister Chamberlain of, of, of England always gave him the benefit of the doubt. No, he ain't going to go into Poland. He ain't going to go into Italy. He ain't going to go into France. He was thinking that Hitler was nice. He was not nice. Not at all. Not nice. Not at all. So, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, Winston Churchill was there trying to tell these guys, listen, let's check this guy. Let's not just close our eyes. And I see the church doing the same. No, it's not going to happen here. It's not going to happen in America. No, God's grace will cover it. Hello. One world government, it'll be good. Hello. Who's going to raise up the red flag and say, hello, the warning signal? Right. And, and we've got to be more discerning. Ben, a pastor mentioned discerning of spirits. Um, you know, when we let some of these laws pass without speaking up, boy, we're accountable for that. Yeah. Right. My Lord, it's, that was a... And I just remember something, another, I believe another believer told me this too, when it came down to, it's always the circumstances that need to change when you said that earlier. Mm. The circumstance needed to change. But one believer challenged me before. It was like, well, if you're the common denominator Thank you. Thank of you. all those circumstances, then you need I don't to change. know if I went to the Lord recently. I went to the Lord recently in a journal and he was said, Nathan, you're always asking me to change what's going on around you. But have you ever noticed what's going on around you, you know, stays the same? Why is that? Right. And then I listened to the portal and he said, who needs to change? Wow. The circumstance or you? 
You've been because a pussycat what's, again? What's the, what's the common denominator? <laughs> Ten years ago, same circumstance. And you tried to blame it on the circumstance. You tried to blame I'm it on the child. You tried to blame it on the environment. Hang on, we're going through this mountain again. Why? Because you haven't changed. And so, and so let's get back to <laughs> something to Sorry, that I needs to be looked at here. I said the keys were given to Jesus, not, not given nicely. You snatched him. Well, he, he took, took the keys. He didn't ask for the keys. No, he, he took, took the keys. So he snatched and him. Yes. Snatch it back. Right. Now, listen. But authority's already done. Thank you. So why are we trying to earn authority? Oh! It's already done. I could throw this phone at you, and Pastor you, Robert. So now, all this evil that's going on what? has no authority lest we give it authority oh. because authority has already been given. It happened. The keys were given and by God and taken by God's people. Wait, can we just portal on what she just said then? Let's let it land. Why are we trying to earn authority? Oh, my Lord. Okay. Turn it off. I think we can go home. It works. Not are we only trying to earn the righteousness, earn the grace of God, earn the blessing, now we're trying to earn the authority because we never oh. took it up in the first place. Oh, oh my. Because we think authority what? is power. <gasps> Whoa. And we. Distinguishing factors. <laughs> we want power. Oh, my Lord, say this. But authority is, is doubled or it doubles up with responsibility. Ooh, Which we never want. No, we don't want that. Awesome. So you can hit it three times. Did we even record that for the Spotify people? We'll put it Listen, in. We'll figure it out. We'll look, put it we, in. Look, we got to throw the whole thing on there. Because <laughs> we just went on a portal and a half. If we got to throw the whole art, you know, audio on it, do it. I, you know, at this point, they need it. People need it. It's so people true. Need this. What Dr. Robin just said. Everyone oh. in the world wants power, but no one really covets authority. Because with true, authority comes responsibility. But true power. Oh, Lord Jesus. Let's, mm. let's, let's look mm. at this. Mm. True power is something that we need to have a look at and examine. True power is influence. That's it. Come on. True power is being able to influence. It's being liked. This is what really is it. You don't want power. You have authority. But you need to influ influence people the right way. So you need to expose the lies first to yourself and then to others. Please say this first to ourselves. First to ourselves and then to others. Well, everybody, that was definitely a flesh burner. 
And because of so much power that was in that portal, we're going to give you a second to take it in, to re-listen, to let it marinate. So we've added a special bonus second part of this portal on in the next episode. So make sure you listen, make sure you go back and listen over to this one. And then don't forget to listen to the next part so that you can finalize what God has been teaching us about the lion-lamb dynamic and exercising our authority.